the college football experience, Kansas State Wildcats 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by Circa Sports. Yes. Circus Sports is back with their Circus Survivor and Circa Millions contest. $14 million are up for grabs. Uh, I mean, come on, folks. Get on over to uh, circusports.com to get all the details. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, everybody. Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this let it ride. Season preview episode. I'm excited to talk about the Wildcats. Uh, I am, well, perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Kobe Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. You're going to pay for it? Look, I'm wearing the glasses. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. It's because I had to double check my bank account. Yes, I did hit on a plus 800 ticket a year ago <laughs> on the oh. Kansas State Wildcats to win the Big 12. Thank you very much, world. Very nicely done. Or you're welcome, I should say. I can't fucking talk. I am joined by my co host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, let's get it going, buddy. Let's get it going. Yeah, buddy. One of my favorite programs. All right. Oh yeah. From the days of Chad May to Mitch Running to Michael Bishop, all them guys, Al Roberson, Darren Sproles. Gotta love what they're doing. Darren Sproles 2.0 most recently, aka Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn, and look, I was all over this a season ago. I mean, come on, easy play. Patty, see, they are the reigning Big 12 champions. Um, and they did it with two different quarterbacks. What a season a year ago. I really believe, and and you know. Uh, Chris Kleiman doing an unbelievable job, but Patty C. This is the Kansas State Wildcats here, and I think you know if they need me to uh, fill out any paperwork, they are the 1910 national champions. All right, 1910. Uh, they had some terrible years later on, right? Uh, but that works for them, and. and 
I'm curious. Can you Damn pull up near the, uh, what, 1999 was it? National Champions? Oh, what was 1997 National Champions? I'd be curious. Uh, yeah. That's true. Uh, 97 was Michigan and Nebraska with the split. Uh, were they both undefeated? I think they were, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, well, who knows what would have happened with the playoff there? But because uh, they only had one loss, but yes, they have won a national championship before. If you need me to fill that out, I will fill it out because we've seen so many phony other ones in college football. But Patty, see, I'm wearing my "Run the Damn Ball" T-shirt, and uh, I feel like it fits this team. We're going to talk all about that. But how do you? How do you? What do you think of Chris Kleiman? He's doing He's doing a great job. Look, it's not like he's going to step in and be. Bill Snyder, right? He's not, he's never going to fill those shoes. Well, but winning big 12 championships, you might. Yeah. <laughs> start doing that. All of a sudden, uh, you know, he joins Bill Snyder's company as a, as a great, if you take out the COVID year, right? Which I believe you should, because remember Kansas state had to play with 40 guys out the whole year. Yeah. You remember that? Like their economics, they needed it for the town. Right. <laughs> right. And uh, so if you look at it without the COVID year, where they were one of the teams that really got devastated, uh, they are uh, 26 and 14. He's 26 and 14 as the head coach. Yeah. That's a lot better than when you look and see 30 and 20, but you have that four and six blemish there because of all that bullshit they had to deal with. Um, you know, speaking of the, the finances of the, of the town, is this not just the quintessential college football team. This is beautiful too. Like this state, everything about Kansas state is why I love college football. Yeah. We've once, you know, and I know real money Kramer, Virginia tech grad says, you know, K state is Virginia tech of, of like the the West. Yeah. (laughs) I guess West of Virginia center of the country. Yeah. I love this program. There's something about this program. They're always, you know, and ever since bill Snyder's been there, they just like, they're better than what you think. You you yeah. can sit there and pull up. The, this is the, the one of the programs that make recruiting rankings a sham. Yeah, they they are always trying to find the edge, you know, and and like Virginia always Tech. great special teams, yeah, exactly. always great de- like hard hitting defense, yeah. all the little things. They normally have an athlete at quarterback. Yeah, I mean yeah. quarterback wise, uh, you just rattled off a bunch of them. I'll 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 I'll, I'll throw a few your way. I mean Josh Freeman was a pro, right? Yes. But Skylar Thompson, Jake Waters, yeah. Al Roberson, Colin Klein, Michael Bishop, like you said, a lot of these guys that have recently played that, you know, you could say uh, last well Howard and uh uh what uh, Martinez. Yeah, Martinez. Uh Will Howard may have a little pro potential, but uh these other guys are straight college quarterbacks without but they st- they do a great job and they help them win games, you know. Patty, see, they have uh so Texas hasn't won a Big Twelve champ. It's funny that Texas is going to the SEC because they haven't won one in, in uh, well quite a while. Kansas State's actually won two uh, more recently than than Texas. Yeah. Why is K State not going to the SEC? Yeah, I mean, look, they're willing to go further west than uh, Kansas by getting Oklahoma and Texas, or at least as far west. Um, so, and and by the way, I think Oklahoma fans rejoiced when they saw the new Big Twelve schedule with fourteen teams when. Kansas State's not on the schedule. Yeah. Because K State's been fucking them up lately. Yeah. K State's been a thorn in their side. Um that yeah. was so hilarious last year. I feel like every play was a QB draw by Adrian Martinez. And they had no answer for it. Oklahoma <laughs> looked like they had no, it was just like QB power. Every play. Yeah. It 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 look. Where would where would K State fit in the pecking order of the SEC, do you think? I mean, 
behind Alabama, yes. Georgia. I think they'd be ahead of Tennessee in the last yeah. 20 years easily. Definitely. Easily. Yeah. yeah. Um behind, uh, behind LSU. I don't know. Them and Auburn probably be similar. Yeah. Yeah. Behind LSU. Yeah. Probably behind Florida most years. They'd probably be actually how about this? They'd be Auburn. They were better than A and M and Missouri. <laughs> like yeah. they took A and M and Missouri, and K State was better than both yeah. of them you when they were in the conference. The only thing that's keeping Kansas State out of the SEC is the fact that Manhattan isn't a big, big yeah. city. Yeah, but that's our edge, folks. All right, look, I know I'm not from the little apple known as Manhattan, Kansas, but that's the edge. That's what what makes them appealing. That's what makes college football awesome, is that you can tune in and see them. Just uh, do Go this toe to toe with the best. I mean, they've been doing this shit for like thirty years. Yeah, thirty years. So it's like, uh, you know, uh, I, I I love it. I can't wait. I cannot wait, Patty C, to watch uh, the Big Fourteen this year. They got great uniforms too. They do. Everything about them is perfect. Yeah. You know, I I I liked them when I first saw them. You know, my, my first real memory of paying close attention was obviously uh, what ninety eight when they're playing a uh, and M in that uh, yeah. Big Twelve championship game. Yeah. Um, but, um, I, I like them right away, but having like, listen to you and your love for them and, and slowly see what you've been. Uh, and you I was know, a Colorado about. fan. So I was forced to watch them all through the nineties. And it was like, that's one of their rivals, but I, I, I loved them because yeah, I was like, they're just perfect. Yeah. They're, they're perfect. They yeah. are, they are college football. It's funny. If you ask like a bozo on the street, They'll say, "Oh, Ohio State and Alabama is college football." I yeah. completely disagree. Like, yeah. not, not, I'm not trying to shit on those programs. Like, what is college football? Is Kansas State? To yeah. Me. You know what I mean? Like, it's absolutely perfect what they got going. We're gonna talk about the 2023 Wildcats because people got Wildcat fever all throughout Kansas, Patty. <laughs> See, you heard of hay fever? It's been taken over by Wildcat fever. There you go. All right. It's and a new disease, and everyone it's a is new, catching it. It is true. Everyone's catching it in the great state of Kansas. And uh, I mean, how about Kansas football between them and the, the, the rise of the Jayhawks? Uh, I know they don't want to hear that on this show, but I'm saying it's right. a fucking great state. Wichita state needs to bring back their program. Yeah. I don't know why that shit ever went away. Bill Parcells was there. I mean, come on. It's part of their alumni base. Get that thing Barry going. Sanders, a yeah. Kansas high school football legend. Yeah. John, John Riggins. Come on, you got all these guys, man. They uh, play some football in the great state of Kansas. So we're gonna talk about the K State offense, defense, special teams. Uh, we're gonna talk about all that good stuff, man. And uh, we're gonna talk about the transfer portal. We're gonna talk about their upcoming schedule. We're gonna go game by game on the schedule. But first, I want to tell you that the uh, well, actually, folks, you should be subscribed. Like I said, hopefully you're watching this on YouTube. You're seeing me nerd out with these glasses on, and. Uh, youtube.com slash the college experience. But we also host the FCS college football experience in case Wichita state goes to start their football program, uh, which I know they've been talking about. Uh, We also host the college basketball experience, which we talk all year long. And when the college basketball season comes, we talk every single night of the season. Remember K state, they went further in the NCAA tournament than Kansas. Oh, how funny that it is. is a, um, that's yeah. a taunt. If you, if there ever was one, that is, that is so Jerome tang doing great things. Come check us out. We also host the college baseball experience come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. But those are all separate podcast feeds. So go listen to those. We also just welcomed the big 12 college experience uh, where Ryan McIntyre uh, and, and his co-host, uh, all big 12 ties. You want to check out that podcast, the big 12 college heavily experience. Fa- yeah. Uh, featured on that because they fall. keep an amazing athletic department. Yeah. Let's fucking go. By the way, uh, 
who votes that Colby Dent, whenever he wears these glasses, should have to wear a scarf, <laughs> maybe a fedora. This is where I fit in uh, in L.A. Yeah, Silver Lake Colby. Yeah. <laughs> no, what happened was is I was doing a thirty-two uh, thirty-two by the option split, and my my eyes a little fucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> What you need is some rec specs. You need to have rec oh, specs. I need rec specs. <laughs> Let's if, go. If, if, does that company still exist? <laughs> All right, because I will gladly in, in, invest. The, uh, no, I'm talking about in the stock market. I will invest. Oh yeah, bring them back. I will invest in rec specs, uh, folks. Uh, look, before we talk about K State, everything. All right, and I mean fucking everything. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Circa Sports. Yes, Circa Millions and Circa Survivor are back. Fourteen million dollars in guaranteed prizes are up for grabs. Circa Millions, they got five NFL picks ATS against the spread each week. You can do that. Get on over there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, winner, t- best record takes all. And then you got Circa Survivor. You know, just pick a different money line winner each and every week of the season. All right, you can't pick the same team. I mean, you know how Survivor works. Absolutely fantastic stuff that they got going there. You can enter in Vegas, but play from anywhere. Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, well, the, the SGPN crew will be out there the last weekend in August. All right, set up a little proxy. All right, CircusSports.com for all the details. Once again, CircusSports.com. What would you do if you win fourteen million dollars? Maybe you do bring back Wichita State's program, or maybe you invest in the NIL in Kansas State. That's what I love. All right, that's what I love about all this. So check out CircusSports.com for all the details. We're back on the college football experience, and I, I want to talk about what I was alluding to on that commercial break when I said that's what I love. Patty C, I, whoever uh, you know, I don't know if this is your marks calling or the previous president. I think it was the previous uh, president. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Uh, I kind of love what the Big 14 or Big 12, you no, know, even with Texas and Oklahoma out of there. I love the fact when you think about their whole conference, every p- fan base is passionate. I think that's the driving force. And sometimes when you look at the ACC or the PAC 12, they have areas, uh, they have vast swaths yeah. of the conference that aren't completely well, actually the PAC 12 is actually yeah. losing UCLA and USC, which is in a way they could potentially upgrade. Yeah. They, if they get SMU and San Diego state, they could actually well, upgrade you're from about fan turnout. Yeah. Stadium yeah. Compat- or stadium. Yeah. Fan turnout. Well, that's what I'm saying, but uh, the 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 Big Twelve gets it. They're like this, like I thought it's one of the smartest things the Sun Belt did. The Big Twelve did the same thing. They get it. Like I get it. They're adding competitive football schools, but they're adding schools with like when I think of football and basketball in the Big Twelve moving forward, I'm 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 honestly I'm more excited than pretty much any other any well, other conference. Let me ask you this: yeah. aside from, and yes, they've done that, but it's maybe it's just because that section of the country is particularly, you know, football centric. Uh, but that, what's the difference between that and the big 10 though? The big 10 is so marketable because they're passionate fan bases. They say, ah, oh, Michigan state, Iowa. Well, I mean, come on. Yeah. They're just There's bigger, not, yeah. bigger schools in the big 10. But what I, what I guess what I'm getting at is who else would they have gotten? Who would have been a, a, a a fit? Like, well, I mean, there's already been talk of San Diego state or something, but I mean, um, their who, fan base is actually decent. Who, yeah. I mean, it seems like they have some of the flagship schools in the state. So that's, you know, every other conference. Well, it's not only that it's that they're awesome in football and basketball. Well, yeah, that helps. Like, I, I, when I think about every school, I'm just saying, added, who would have been a dud, who would have been a dud that the big 12 could have gone after. That would be a rel- relative regional fit, even though that's not, and maybe that's one thing. UNLV would be a dud. And I know they're still talking about potentially doing that. Yeah. 
They would be a bud dud because they're not passionate. Well, they play at that NFL stadium, which makes no fucking sense because they don't have that many fans. They got to get good, and they got they should go back to Sam Boyd, in my opinion, because it's a smaller stadium where you can actually look. There's a reason why. No disrespect to Kansas State, but there's not 120,000 seats in that stadium. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like uh, there's not that many people. I, I get it. Vegas has that many people. Yeah, but they're all transplants. Yeah. So. uh that would kind of be a dud to me. Yeah, they still might right. go. I know Yormark wants to do that, and I still think there's potential. Like I still, we've lobbied this forever that UNLV is a sleeping giant. Of course, there's huge potential if if they're. I mean, it's going to be a fair weather fan. They have the same potential that USC has. Like maybe not quite that. My but. point is like when you turn on UCF football, right? Yeah, their fans are all the way in. They're not Miami fans. There's a big fucking difference between yeah. UCF fans and Miami fans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when you turn on. A uh, game at Nippert, stadium's packed. Fans yep. are in it, right? You yep. put turn on a Houston game, stadium's packed. They just recently had that stadium built on campus, a brand new one. Yeah. So the excitement's there. You turn on uh, BYU. BYU is probably the best of all of them. Yeah. BYU's passion to what they what is college sports, fucking fa- fantastic, right? Well, to me, the other big Big Twelve schools have all had that. I guess you could say Tulane might have been a bit of a dud. You know, obviously that potential. Had a great I mean, year. especially if they were to suck when they first come in, yeah, because it's like New Orleans, it's a recent though. excitement. Yeah, it's a private school. You know what I mean? Like, so there's that. Yeah. But I can tell you, man, like whatever the Big Twelve is doing, I think they're doing it right. I agree. And uh, so check out the Big Twelve College Experience. See that commercial? It's a long, long fucking commercial. <laughs> uh, guys, folks, world, girls, whoever. Aliens, fucking Sam Cassell. Um, let's talk a little bit about the transfer portal, Patty. See, what you didn't like my Sam Sam Cassell shade? No, that was definitely uh, fitting. Yeah, he is definitely uh, straight out of. He's a well, the government's admitted that we've had aliens, right? Sam so Cassell now, is obviously now, I mean, we've had you know UFOs, which means there's a there's now that the government's the U.S. Navy has admitted that. I feel like there's a high chance Sam Cassell came for one. Yeah, it's, it makes sense. Before yeah. they were in denial, and we I felt like we would look. To, I, w- I would be looked at like a maniac when I said Sam Cassell's an alien. But now it's like there's there's strong chances. Right, right, right. I'd say like ninety ninety three point six percent chance are definitely connecting at this point. Yeah, there's a lot, man. There's a lot. Uh, Patty C, let's talk about the transfer portal. Let's see if they won or lost this portal because they did lose offensive tackle Jalen Clem to the Washington Huskies. Uh, and obviously the transfer portal is so huge these days. Linebacker Gavin Forsha goes to South Alabama, and cornerback Omar Daniels going to Georgia Tech with the Ramblin' Wreck. Uh, running back Jax Deenan is in the portal. Hasn't landed anywhere yet. Offensive tackle Kingsley Ugwu goes to Fresno State. Wide receiver Brennan Hawkins is at Austin P with the Governors, and uh, defensive end Ozzy Hoffler is at Georgia State. Uh, they also did lose Cartez Crook Jones. What a great name. Cartez Crook Jones, uh defensive lineman goes to Northern <laughs> Iowa. Uh, and then offensive tackle Witt Mitchum is now at North Alabama. Uh, linebacker Crew Jackson. This is one that was surprising to me. He headed off to Arizona State. Might have might have got a little paycheck if, if I had to guess. Uh, that was one that was a yeah. bit surprising. Uh, tight end Connor Fox. Goes to Texas State. Safety TJ Smith to Georgia Southern. Uh, quarterback Jaron Lewis to Kent State. And uh, we have defensive end. Uh, no, no, no. That was uh, that was back in August. Okay. So 
I didn't see a lot of production going out the door there. Well, especially when you consider like this team won the Big Twelve Championship a year ago. So you, you, the, the, there's only one to me, Crew Jackson, that stands out. Yeah. The rest, like, I'm not saying they're bad players. They they might be fine elsewhere. Crew Jackson didn't even. I mean, he played in 11 games. Yeah, but uh, what he had two two solo tackles, three. How is that even possible that you play in that many games and you're so your stats are so low. Maybe he only got a couple snaps here and there. He didn't get a sack. Yeah, perhaps. Um, but let's talk about what's incoming because I, I think they, I really think they smashed the, uh, where's my Bruce Pearl drop. Where is my Bruce Pearl drop? Because Smash! Got that's right. I, I thought they, they smashed the transfer portal. Um, they landed um, now. This is not the reason they smashed, but Southeast Missouri State. Play that sound drop again. Smashed. What the hell is that? That's Bruce Pearl doing an interview after uh, at Auburn and Alabama were playing, and he thought his big men were fouled, and they they went to interview him after the game, and he yelled at, at he said, "My our guys are getting smashed." <laughs> um, but uh, Tyler Nalom comes in from Southeast Missouri State. Patty C. That was a uh, top twenty-five FCS team. Um. So that the and that's what Chris Kleiman offers these little gems I feel like that are out there and in, in, in the FCS ranks, um, they mining. They also brought in Jacob Newth from a quarterback from Minnesota. He's done rowing the boat. He says, "God damn it, I want to go to the Little Apple." All right. <laughs> uh, then they brought in uh, Mississippi State defensive lineman J- Javon Banks. I like that get, and this one's huge. Four star transfer portal get. Trishan Ward from Florida State coming yeah. into K State. This this is perfect. This yeah. is on brand. Twelve hundred career rushing yards. That's a nice addition. This is on brand. This is on brand. This is why they're going to be really good again. Uh, they also landed four star transfer Keegan Johnson, wide receiver from Iowa. I mean, they fucking hit a home run at the portal, dude. And I'm not even done yet. Yeah, Keegan Johnson, absolutely great get. Yeah, absolutely great get. Then, oh, there's this cornerback named Mar- Marcus Sigel. Or Siegel from uh, North Dakota State, who played for the FCS national championship and only won like three thousand national championships over the past ten years. Yeah, right. I like getting those guys on your roster, and that is their transfer portal. Would you say they won the, the portal, Patty C? I would. I would say they didn't. I would lose say it. they dominated the portal. Yeah. You know, Johnson had. A, I don't know what happened last year. Maybe he was injured, but. um he had a, a solid 19.6 yards per catch for Iowa the year before in 2021. Well, and I think you saw Charlie was it Charlie Jones go off for Purdue. The Iowa transfer leave to Purdue and, and yeah. be one of the best wideouts in college football. Yeah. When you leave Iowa, great things happen. And he's probably receiver. thinking, what the fuck am I doing here? Look, Kirk Ferentz, I love you. <laughs> All right. But at the same time, let me go out and be, but at the same time, K state is not a, a juggernaut at passing the ball. Let's talk a little bit about that. Patty. See, because a year ago, Kansas state was 36 in scoring offense, 15th in rush offense, 15th run the damn ball. Look at the shirt. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash college experience. Uh, how do you see they were 92nd in passing the ball 40th in total offense, 40th defensively. Oh no, we'll get to that later. Uh, what do you make of this offense? Patty? See, 
Um, or, or those numbers, I should say, those numbers from a season ago. Because we're going to talk, we're going to go in in detail about essentially how the offense will look in a second. I mean, impressive scoring and uh, and I running guess, the ball. Yeah, super impressive running the ball. Well, if you're running the ball that good, you know what's amazing? When you bring back your entire fucking offensive line and your tight end Ben Sinat, who can who can block and he can catch, buddy. I don't care about the rest of the team. Yeah. They're going to be good just off of that. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have, you know, you, sometimes the running stats are highly impacted by the receivers. You know, I mean, you can pass to set up the run for sure, but I think if you have that kind of, you know, offensive line, that's gonna, if you get that kind of push, unless they're absolutely able to stack the box, you're going to have a good running game. Yeah. And when you tell me Will Howard, and that was my biggest surprise, shout out to Will Howard. The progression that Will Howard made from the previous year when I thought he couldn't complete an open pass to save his life. Very impressive. Yeah. Very impressive to me. And if he if he even if he plays at that level, I think K State will be in contention for the Big Twelve Championship. But if he even improves on that, you're talking about a guy like you said that could have could have some real uh, you know, pro upside. But man, I was really, really impressed with with what he he I mean that that was a gigantic jump. You don't see that in a lot of quarterbacks. So shout yeah. out to Will Howard. I will say that uh in the uh latter half of the year he certainly struggled. Of course, the level of competition was a lot higher, but um, you know, only down in the fifties completion percentage wise, uh for He's the last still three dual years. threat though. Yeah. But like he can break off like a thirty yard run at any time. So it's like he, you got to know that the okay, if the completion percentage is down a little bit, he still has the capability. Yeah, he opens up the offense yeah, with so, the slice. But if he can, if he can get that completion percentage up, if, yeah, if he can make another jump like he'd made from his previous year yeah. to to this year, and by the way, he's only a junior. They're gonna get him back next year. So, uh, if, if, if three years completion percentage fifty three, fifty four, and then sixty last year. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. Sixty percent completion percentage is, is 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 serviceable. If you get it up to sixty four or so, yeah, then you got to really put. Well, it's offense. still perfect in this offense. Yeah, like to me, like this offense, they're just it's they are the epitome of like power football in left in in college football. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they have a speed element to their game. They're they not do. Wisconsin here, but true. But at the same time, like they, like I said, that Oklahoma game. Go back and watch that game. Yeah, I feel like they did like the QB, you know, the QB power, like twenty times yeah. that game. Oh yeah, and yeah, it, that that was like, and Oklahoma had no answer for it. It was fucking hilarious. I remember like a pivotal third and eight, and you, and everyone in the stadium thought, "Oh, K State's going to pass for this." No, nope. here's again QB power, Martinez, fifteen yeah. yard run. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. and Oklahoma looked like they just, and that's what it, what's what's great is Oklahoma was known as such a power for all those years. Kind of turned into a little bitch, little bitch ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they honestly, I mean, I yeah, I, oh yeah, yeah. And, and K State's like, no, we're gonna keep it. We'll keep it nineteen fifty on you. Fuck yeah. you. Stop yeah. us. We got we got numbers on you. Right? right. Stop stop Adrian Martinez. Right? I mean, that, yeah, that's what they do. They they say. uh We'll sacrifice, uh, you know, some uh, like an elite passer, and we're gonna threaten you with a quarterback running. We're only gonna have two backs, yeah. right? Yeah, and then we're gonna have as many wide receivers as we can, and we're just gonna stretch the field and have everyone be a threat. A hundred percent, man. And I and and, and Chris Kleiman is just a fucking great coach, man. Uh, Will Howard's back, obviously, as I alluded to. He's just a, he's just a junior this year. 
I would like to see him stay healthy. Uh, actually, he wasn't the reason he didn't get injured a year ago, but still, uh, you know, I, I feel like K state's been plagued by the injured quarterback for a while. Trashawn Ward coming in at running back, I think is great. I think like when you line up that those two behind that powerful offensive line of returning everybody. And when I say everybody, these aren't just like, these are all like some of these guys were all, you know, second team, big 12, so stuff like that. So it's not nothing to, this is a, a powerful unit back there. Yeah. Uh, and then when you return the tight end, so not uh, I'm excited. Then you look at the receiver spot. Yeah. You could say they only bring back one starter and Phillip Brooks from a year ago, but adding Keegan Johnson, so huge. Uh, and I know they're excited about the development of RJ Garcia, who was just a freshman just a year ago. Uh, so now he's penciled in to be a starter at the sophomore spot. Patty C. I mean, the offense, if everyone stays healthy, it's going to be better in my opinion. Yeah. Offense will fly. Um, you mentioned that uh Trajan Ward, you think is going to be even an upgrade on Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn good for 1500 yards. That's asking well, a lot. The home run threat is probably better with Vaughn. Obviously. I don't know. Ward is a speedster. He too. is a speedster, but I thought like a couple games stood out for me. I pretty much watched K state every single game of the season. Yeah. Um, there was a couple times where I thought goal line running was an issue or well, how, fourth and one or something like that. What's his and if name? They weren't doing the quarterback drag or whatever the sweep, the quarterback sweep to <laughs> Martinez. Um, I thought it was an issue a little bit. So, well, uh, let's see. Trayshawn Ward of five ten one ninety five. Deuce Vaughn five six one seventy two. Maybe, maybe DJ Giddens, the backup six one two ten. Will be their goal line guy. There you go. Even if you have one ninety five, you're you're adding twenty three pounds yeah. in the backfield. I, I mean, uh, it seemed like Ward would be a speedster that would you know shake the defense and 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 break arm tackles. And I could see Deuce Vaughn being the type of dude who but they love, gets hit with an arm and falls on his. But back. they love if you go deep in that backfield, you see La James White five seven one eighty nine. Fucking Lionel James is reborn. Uh, so I mean, you know what I mean? Like they like that. Darren Sproles. They love a water ba- a water bug and uh, K State. Well, I mean that's that's that is a perfect example of why this program is very successful. Though. Yeah. Darren Sproles wasn't recruited to a lot of places. Bill Snyder said, "Come here, man. No, you can ball. Yeah, we'll make uh, use of you. Yeah. So I mean, th- this is what they do. Um, yeah, I think the offense bringing back the whole offensive line is so huge. Defensively, they were twenty eighth in the nation in scoring defense. Bit surprised by some of the other numbers. Twenty eighth on scoring defense is like on par with K State that I know in my whole life. Yeah, sixty seventh in rush defense, sixty three in pass defense. So ch- charting at sixty third overall. A little bit surprised. A little more regression than I I feel like. But I guess if they win the games, who the fuck cares? But sixteenth uh, in the nation in turnovers. That might uh, explain the difference between total defense, which you said was 63 and scoring defense, which was 28th. So they're super aggressive. I know Joe Klanderman's the DC there is in his fourth year and he's done a great job. So it's like at winning games, I, 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 this is where I believe numbers could be numbers. Maybe are bullshit. You know what I mean? Like we watch the games. It's not like this team you watch. It's not like you watch this team and say, Oh, the defense sucks. Yeah. But at the same time here, they are charting a 63rd from a yard standpoint. The Big Twelve has always known how to move the ball, though. You know, it's always going to be tough to defend the Big Twelve, even if they have gotten a, a become a more physical conference than they were. You know, it's still it's still not the ACC. 
you know, or yeah. the, even the SEC is still a super defensive uh, conference. The Big Twelve is still an offensive conference, I would say. Well, buddy, I can tell you this: no matter what it is, they they don't they're bringing back five starters. But in a way, I feel like you should still be more optimistic than hearing just five starters. Because, uh, by the way, the well, let's just jump into it. They returned two of three on the defensive line. They're going they they. they do that three, three, five stuff. A lot of time. Well, I don't know. They kind of bounce around um, three, four also as well. Um, but Brandon Mott at the DN spot. Also Khalid Duke is back at the, both ends are back. It's in the trenches. It's the nose guard. They got to worry about Uso Simulalo is, is penciled in to be the starter. But once again, they did bring in Javon banks from Mississippi state. So don't be surprised if he ends up starting as well. Uh, the four linebackers, like I said, three, four, I'm sorry, not three, three, five uh, that they do often uh, bringing back, you know, uh, two of the four, Daniel green back, Austin Moore back. They bring in uh or, or uh, they, I shouldn't say they bring in, they're asking Desmond Purnell to step up uh, at the sophomore spot. Uh, and then VJ Payne. Once again, another thing that jumps out to me, Patty sees the youth of this defense Assuming no one transfers, which is almost impossible to assume these days, they have zero seniors on the defense. Mm. Um, cornerback, uh, I'm sorry, in the secondary, they bring back strong safety Kobe Savage, second team all Big 12, Patty C. They've always had good defensive backs, whether it's uh, Canty, whether it's uh, Terrence Newman. I feel like they always got good DBs. We got a couple guys back there, yeah. Well, and Sigal, the transfer from North Dakota State, penciled in to be a day one starter at the free safety spot. So there is that you got some experience at the safety, but the corners are, if you're going to, if you're going to really be concerned about the defense, I think it's, I think it's the corners, Jacob Parrish, sophomore asked to start same with uh, will Leah jr. The whole defense inexperienced, but yet at the same time, you got some guys that have been big time players. Uh, Austin Moore, the linebacker was second team, all big 12. Kobe Savage was second team all Big Twelve at the safety spot, so they have guys that have proven it at this level. Yeah, but three three uh, defensive backs that just went to the NFL. Yeah, that's a lot saying. to replace. But that's a factory, man. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, any factory though sometimes takes a step back. You know, I mean, it's, it might not be a huge step back if it's a true factory, but when you're cranking out high end dudes like that, it's not a guarantee that you're going to be able to replace them. So while this offense looks primed to take a step forward, the defense might take a slight step back. I think one of the things you should be concerned about is a brand new kicker and punter, but they've been special teams. You, you could argue they invented Beamer ball. Um, Whew, watch your mouth. But yeah, it no, came I would agree that around the same time, I think, Dan, I think it was uh, the same exact time. Yeah, period. Bill Snyder yeah. and uh, Frank Beamer. Getting uh, it done. But brand new kicker and punter, obviously, you know, Martin Gramatica, the, the Gramatica is all of them. I feel like went to K State. <laughs> Bill um, Gramatica. Yeah, I feel How do you like Martin and Bill. <laughs> your yeah. sons. First name's Martin. Then we go. Uh, what's we? Uh, Bill. Um, Bob. How did even Bill become a name? How did I, I don't know? Is that like they got a bill in the mail? And they're just and like they're just William. Like, you're Bill. Uh, yeah, may, uh, maybe. Maybe something like know. that. I don't know. Um, folks, uh, look, we're going to get to every game on the schedule here and go game by game and project how we think K State will do. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the Kansas State Wildcats 2023 season previews brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Best Ball Mania is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. 
Underdog Pickup is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. There's so many ways to win over at Underdog, and Underdog's available in so many different states. It's half the battle in some of these states. Uh, head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Kansas State Wildcats. Tell that Wildcat behind the wheel to start watching K State ba- uh, basketball, football, basketball, whatever, Patty C. I got glasses on. I can't fucking talk. <laughs> All right. Um, I have glasses, so I can't talk. <laughs> no, it's a standard thing. Yeah. I mean, you wear the glasses. What happened to my oldest brother. Second grade, they gave him glasses. Couldn't talk for a year. <laughs> All right. Standard. You didn't know about this. There's a psychology about this. Like we put the glasses on <laughs> the you mouth. Feel like you, you're like, down. wait, people are looking at me and f- not because of my good looks or personality. But it's because I got these frames on, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it goes mouth, way back. Yeah. Kurt Rambis would have averaged 30 a game. If he had fucking, if they'd figured out contacts back then, uh, buddy, um, here we are. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience that went to eight and a half Patty. See, it's like they finally listened to Dundee. Mm. Are you surprised at eight and a half or no? I'm surprised it's that low. Yeah, me too. Me too. Let's 10 and 14 last year, 10 and three after conference championship game. Let's get into it, buddy, because Saturday, September 2nd preseason top 25 FCS Southeast Missouri coming in to bill Snyder family stadium. Win. Yeah, not buying it. Now I am a. Uh, now here's the interesting spot. A year ago, they were in a dogfight with Tulane, and Tulane ended up getting that dub, right? And I'm 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 worried about this Troy game. You very much should be because Troy is very good, and because they have a rival uh, that well it used to be Big Eight rival or Big Seven in the Missouri Tigers. And that's on deck when they go to Columbia, Missouri. So I'm a little worried about this Troy game. I'll be honest. It is a great spot for Troy to schedule this fucking a li- game. You're right. A little bit of a look ahead spot. Uh what are you doing here? Uh look, twelve and two Troy last year. I still have to go K State, but you definitely need to be careful because I'm sh- like we said, the town composite and our number seventy one as of the most recent one. These like if you're if you're if it's if if it was Texas versus Troy, well shoot Texas, uh, Texas Troy. might lose. Yeah. Troy. <laughs> <laughs> so never mind. Either way, uh, I think you got to take this game seriously. But I am going to give it to the Wildcats. Oh man, they get them. You're giving it to Troy. I just feel like between Troy, this next game's at Missouri, and then the first ever big 12 game for what UCF is in the little apple. I got K state at three and one. I got them at four and oh, I think they could be four and oh too, but I just feel like they I could you lose back at that two lane game. All right. I'll join you for now. You sold me. All right. I, I want to, I want K state in the 12 team playoff, which doesn't start for another year, but still uh, they get a bye week. And then back to back away at Oklahoma State and at Texas Tech. They're losing one of these. Maybe yeah. both. Yeah, maybe both. Maybe both. Uh ba, ba, ba. what were the scores of this? They beat Texas Tech by nine last year. And uh against Oklahoma State. That was at home. Oklahoma State was also at home. They won forty eight nothing. So let's just go ahead and say <laughs> it's gonna be the second end of the back to back road game against Texas Tech. 
That Oklahoma Oklahoma State State water is tough. And, and they didn't have Spencer Sanders that game. Friday night. Uh, yeah, that's a big thing. No yeah. Spencer Sanders. Friday night off of a bye for both teams. Uh, big time national television env- environment. That could be two losses, but I'm going to give them one. One I'll in that say stretch. One. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So but five then- and one, five and one. TCU comes to town. Sunny Dykes. They should have lost the first matchup. They did lose the second. Remember, Will Howard and Martinez got injured. They were up eighteen in the first one. Yeah, yeah. They're better than TCU, and, and they're going to beat them again. By the way, uh, TCU uh, Max Duggan from Council Bluffs, uh, Iowa, Iowa. Yeah. You know who else is from Council Bluffs, Iowa? Uh, yeah. Tell me who. Jake Waters, who just happens to be Iowa State's uh, quality control analyst, offensive quality control analyst, that means Farmageddon has even more heat because Chris Kleiman is an Iowa guy there. Wow. So they're just trading back and forth wow. across Disgusting. across the border. So wait, we after October twenty first, we are we sitting here saying this is a uh, this is a six and one team. This is a six and one team. Okay. Then the Houston Cougars and Dana Holgerson, he might sell you a fucking LeBaron an 87 LeBaron in the middle of this game. But uh, I think K state beats him. I have to agree with you. Seven and one at Texas. Here's the loss. Yeah. I'll join you here. They lost uh, in Manhattan last year by seven. What's the, uh, this was the goal line games that I'm talking about. I wonder what the, the recent yeah. history of this game. I been. feel like Texas has their number over the past few years. Let me double check. Historically that. Snyder had their number 10 and 13 all time against Texas. Although Texas winners of it looks like six straight. Most of these games, pretty close though. Seven point loss, a five point loss uh, before that three point loss, five point loss, six point loss. There was that 69 to 31 loss in 2020, but again, 2020 they didn't have any of their yeah. players. Yeah. Pretty much this game is going to be a close loss. <laughs> uh, if history tells us anything. So I'll join you. Give me, give, give, give me, give me the Longhorns, even though it's disgusting and I'll be rooting for K state big time shit. I might've went to the last game. K state won uh, in Austin. Cause yeah. I was there. Uh, anyway, then the Baylor the, bears uh, rainstorm. Yeah. yeah. Then the Baylor bears come to town. This is a big one. This is a tough one. You can't just give this one to K State. No, I'm taking it. I'm, this is Baylor. You're giving it to Baylor. <sighs> there's one loss that we're not seeing, dude. Well, I'll say well, there's like, one we, loss we in gave, these next three games. We gave Texas Tech and and Texas, uh, you know, as their for sure losses. I think there's one us. There's one. There's one other one out there. I mean, we said yeah, OK State could be one. Yeah, I think maybe, TCU. Maybe it's Baylor. Maybe it's Missouri. Maybe year. it's Troy. I don't know. I think there's one more. But when the, I, we've already done the Kansas preview, we took K State to win in Lawrence. You know what? Since I I'm I uh, I've already given them that, and we already did the Iowa State preview, and we gave it to Kansas as well. I'll join you, and we'll give them a loss against. I think Baylor they're nine and three at home. I think they're a nine and three football team. I think team. they might be a ten and two or they eleven could be. and one team. Dude, they honestly, you look at the schedule. There's no one that I just say they're they're. It's an automatic loss. Yeah. I just think though that they're due to lose uh, one or two for sure. I am curious. It's too hard of a gauntlet. You know, historically, not maybe so much recently. Winners of three of the last four against Oklahoma, and the only loss being in twenty twenty one a six point loss. But seventy seven at uh, twenty two and seventy seven all time against Oklahoma. I think that avoiding them is probably a good thing. Assuming Dude, Oklahoma, I, if they played Oklahoma, they I would, would beat them. I would. I think that because 
Maybe it's not a good thing for them to. Avoid. I don't think Jeff Levy's style of ball don't work against Chris Kleiman. That's true. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that it's a little cha cha cha. Yeah, I, I think if you're an Oklahoma fan, you're sitting there saying, "Hey, we don't yeah, have K State on the schedule. This is great." Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think is nine it, and three sounds right. Eight and a half is what uh, Vegas gives us. We're going over. Is K State? Yeah, I like the over. I like it because uh, I think it's more likely also that they could be ten and two. But yeah. let me ask you this, Patty C. Could uh, is is West Virginia? I'm sorry. Is uh, what not West Virginia? Kansas State the dominant? Run team in the Big Twelve is that the most physical team you face in the Big Twelve? I mean, Baylor's been physical. They still kind of pass the ball a little bit. Yeah, I mean, who else is? Uh, I actually think it's either them or Iowa State. Iowa State is definitely physical. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma State has cranked out runners, but, but they do the spread. Though, yeah, it's a not. Bit. You know what I mean? Like necessarily, uh, TCU is. Is also a sem somewhat They're physical air raid. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, yeah, um, yeah, maybe they are the the toughest team. You know, they're right there with Baylor. And, who's the other one you said? I said Baylor and Iowa State. Iowa State. Uh, might I think be. Iowa State and K State are the top two. Yeah, yeah. I think Baylor even does a little more spread than K State and yeah. Iowa State. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe under rule they were a little more physical, but that was like two years though. Yeah. Left. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, either way, folks. I'm on the over. Patty C's on the over, and I like their chances to win the Big Twelve. Could we have a sunflower showdown in the Big Twelve championship, Patty C? We very much could. We just talked about that on the Kansas preview. That would be fantastic. And that look, would be fantastic. Even in Lawrence, we are giving this one to dude. All the every single game on this schedule. This is why the Big Twelve slash Big Fourteen this year is, in my opinion the most entertaining conference to me. It's like not even close. Yeah. I think this is by far the most entertaining conference. Well, again, uh, what is there? What are the odds that one of these teams emerges and goes to the college football playoff? Probably actually not very high just because the carnage, again, the carnage, but the week to week grind is yeah, going to be awesome. Uh, you know what it takes? It, it takes, and it's the same thing with Mac. Like you really have to just like understand each of the teams and appreciate like watching them fight each other and see who comes out on top. That's what parody provides. If you're just a, a fan that wants to see greatness, you want to tune in and watch Alabama whip everyone's ass, then that's going to be more entertaining. Georgia whip everyone's there ass. There you yeah. go. But um, if you want to watch competitive football and you know all the characters and you're well, just Well, to me when I watch a football game, I want to see a close game. Yeah. Uh, I want to see a good game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, that's I'll say what you're going to get. Yeah. After after TCU beat uh beat Michigan last year, I think we have you know, hard proof that the Big Twelve can compete. Dude, they're deeper than they're better than the Big Ten. I especially I said it. in a in a twelve team just playoff for the just first two rounds. Have, just because you have Ohio State and Michigan yeah. does not mean you're a better the rest conference. Of the conference. Is better. So you have yeah. Rutgers in Indiana. There is no Rutgers. They Indiana. would go zero and eight, zero and yeah, nine. There's no the Northwestern. Yeah. All of those teams would get their ass kicked in the Big Twelve. Yeah. So I don't want to hear that shit. It's narrative. It's yeah. fucking narrative just because they got a TV Nancy contract. Pants. Stupid. Hey, the Big 12 and the 12 team playoff are meant for each other. They are. They are. Folks, uh, I before we get out of here, I want I got that I got a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour on Twitter, which you should be following because he is absolutely fantastic. He's been to every single FBS stadium. Every single one. And most of the FCS and a lot of D two and D three, a stud. And I N A I A too. He documents it all. N A I A. So, <laughs> ah, there you go. Some, he's going to N A I A stadiums, people. 
Get on over there. <laughs> Look, I got a chance to tell him to talk about his experiences to the little apple. Here we go. Joining us on the college football experience, Kansas State Wildcats 2023 season preview episode is, well, someone that you must be following. If you love college football, this is a must follow on Twitter at CFB Campus Tour. Uh, and you might have already, you might already be following him if you love college football, because you know I feel like a lot of people just follow based on what he posts. Uh, but uh, behind CFB Campus Tour is one Michael Barker. How you doing, Michael? And appreciate you hopping on the show to talk a little Bill Snyder Family Football Stadium and uh, the Kansas State Wildcats. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Thank you to anybody that's followed me on Twitter and. You know, this is a, a cool stadium. It's it's improved a lot, so I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, man. I mean, like I, I've had a great experience with Kansas State fans. Now, I've never been to to Bill Snyder Football Stadium, but out out uh, going to college football games, uh, Kansas State fans are always really cool to me. So, I, I became a fan of Kansas State, and I kind of they they're, they're like the team that I just kind of root for. So, I, I I'm I gotta get to a game at some point. But tell me about Bill Snyder Family Football Stadium, man. So it opened in 1968, had a 35,000 seat capacity. And I do these tweets on Twitter where I take old photos and I compare it to the new photos of the stadium. And this is one of the biggest stadium improvements that they have. Uh, you know, part of the renovations, they increased capacity, now it's 50,000. But over the last 20 years, they've done everything it's term, uh, in terms of press boxing in the field. And, and really, there's a, it's called the West Side Stadium Center. And the exterior, it's 250,000 square feet, first of all. And the whole exterior is decorated in limestone. And it's so unique. It's so classy. And, you know, I, I talk about on Twitter cathedrals of college football. And it really gives off that, that vibe. And if you go back and look at even photos from the, the early 90s, it just looks nothing like it. And it's honestly one of the biggest improvements that you could have. And uh, it's, it's named after Bill Snyder. Uh, the famous coach, really the, the father of Kansas State football. And he took over them when they were in the in the very lower tier of college football. His first season, he went one in ten. And after that, his overall record is 215, 117, and one. So incredible win history, winning Big 12 championships, and took a, a program and just put it on his back. And, and that's why he got a second stint there. That's why they named the home stadium after, after them. So great history, great story, great improvements to the stadium. It's, it's definitely one worth visiting. Yeah. And Bill Snyder's a, a legend. His coaching tree is unbelievable from like Bob Stoops to Brett Bielma to Mark Mangino to Jim Levitt. I think Rex Ryan even coached uh, under him for a uh, at one point, but uh, yeah, just, just uh, that's awesome. And I got to get there. What, what game did you see, man? So I went uh, in during the COVID year, there were only certain conferences playing uh, that were allowing fans, the SEC and the Big 10 were, or Big 12 were one of them. Uh, it was interesting because I uh, previously, or actually on that day, I tried to do a two for one with Kansas and Kansas did not allow fans, but Kansas State did. And, and I found that to be rather interesting, but I was fortunate to get to a game in 2020. Uh, it was an upset versus Arkansas State. It was not foreseen 35-31. Uh, it was one of the you know surprises of the college football season. Uh, from a stadium perspective, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's beautiful inside. I have some coaches on Twitter that message me that, that I should go back there and I would love to. 
it's one of the, the biggest holes in my traveling resume that I don't have a non-COVID game there. So uh, Manhattan is a fun town and the stadium is, is an enjoyable experience. So I'm hoping that the next time I get out there is for a big game and with a full capacity stadium. There we go, man. I look, it's high on my list as uh, to get to get to a stadium or, you know, if you told me, Hey, here's the private jet, you got uh, 10 stadiums you can go to. I think it's pretty high on my list of where I want to go that I haven't already been. So uh, maybe one day I'll see you there, Michael uh, folks, give him a follow on Twitter at CFB campus tour. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Like I said, he, or like he said, he does the history of the stadiums. You can, you can compare the photo. It's just a cool follow. You should follow it for sure. If you like college football, Michael, I appreciate you coming on talk a little wildcat football and uh, bill Snyder family stadium, man. You take care, brother. Absolutely. Thank you as always for having me Colby and I uh, look forward to talking to you again next time. For sure, brother. Have a good one, man. All right. All right Michael Barker, Patty. See, I got to get to the little apple. Oh my gosh. That is a beautiful stadium they got over there. It doesn't look great. The it's ca- like a cathedral, he yeah, calls it. It is, man. It, it's just one of the coolest looking stadiums of college football. Let's go. All right, we got to get out there. And if you're in the Kansas area, you should too. Folks, that's our show. I'm on the over. I, Patty, see, could this be uh, on the Locks episode in August? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially if we get some news that the defense, I mean, that's, that's the uh, part I worry about. The offense, I'm very confident in. The defense, slight concerns about plus the competition level is pretty high, but if all of a sudden we get, you know, great reports about the defense, then yeah, that, yeah. that could be a lock. Yeah. I'm on the over Patty C's on the over stay tuned to our locks episode in August folks, subscribe to the college football experience. And like I said, subscribe to the big 12 college experience and also subscribe to uh well, I mean, well, FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, obviously Jerome Tang, uh, doing a great job with the wow cats and the college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. You'll get access to our articles, our interviews, all this good stuff. Uh, all for free. We're not trying to take your money. Get out of here. What are you doing? Uh, and uh, look, folks, you love K state sports. You should be a part of our discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Always talk. It doesn't matter the sport. Chiefs. It could be Kansas City Royals. It does not matter. And I know those are in Missouri. But uh, look, anything. Wichita We're State basketball. Yeah. Anything. UMKC. All right. We got it all. All right. You fucking. There might be a Domino's oh. game going on in Wichita. We got it covered. It may be in Missouri, but it is still Kansas City. Right. There you the go. The name still says Kansas. They are still the defending Super Bowl champs in Kansas. Ooh. So and they are they and are they're still team. the defending Big Twelve champs in the Little Apple. Hello. Let's go! This is the college football experience, Kansas State Wildcat style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. Run and shoot.